0: Welcome to the President's
1: Career Podcast. The PCP is a podcast brought to you by WJ's Office of Career Services and meant to highlight everything about your career. I'm your host, Raheem Clemens. On today's episode, I'll be going over interviews I had with two people who are currently working in enterprise, an alum from W&J and a graduate from the University of Mississippi. They'll be sharing a bit of their stories and advice on how to find the right place out of college. I'll start with Ms. Ortega. Mr. Ortega, of would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself?
2: Sure, Raheem. I am class of 2015. I majored in Spanish and I minored in computer and information studies. Um, I now work with enterprise fleet management. I do business to business sales. And um, I started with enterprise rent a car on the retail side. And about two and a half years into my career, two years, I got promoted to the fleet management side, where I now do business-to-business sales.
1: Ms. Ortega, you mentioned majoring in Spanish and monitoring in CIS during your time here at WNJ. Can you explain your choice in those studies and how that helped your transition into sales?
2: So um, when I was in school, well, the reason I majored in Spanish, I'm half Cuban and I'm half Guatemalan. So my culture is something that's really important to me. I'm the oldest of four, I'm first generation American. And growing up, I knew Spanish enough, like very broken Spanish, but I could not communicate very well with my grandparents. And just all throughout my life, that was something that was really important to me was to keep that culture, keep the language alive, like not have it die out with us. So went to w pursued that because it was important to me personally. I got to study abroad in Spain for a year where I really locked down my Spanish. I would say that's when I became truly bilingual, was when I studied abroad for a year in Spain. And now I can talk to my grandma like I'm talking to you. And I could not do that before I was seven or twenty-one years old. And um, in college, I think, especially in WJ, what I learned was it's not what you major in, but You need to have a skill set when you go to interview for somebody. People, you know, people want to know one, can you commit to something long term? Two, are you adaptable and flexible? Three, can you learn? Like, can you, you know, can they teach you? Can you communicate well? So, those are all skill sets that you'll get, I think, in really whatever major. So, my advice for people in school now choose something that you really are interested in and that you enjoy going to class for because at the end of the day, when you graduate, you have to sell yourself anyways. And an employer wants to know that they have kind of somebody they can mold into whatever role they wanna fill. So that's how I ended up in sales. I interviewed with Enterprise Rent-A-Car and I, uh, um, you know, they liked my energy, they liked how I communicated, they liked the leadership experience I had. And then from rental and retail, I was able to work my way into sales.
1: Interesting, that's something I actually hear a lot from that your undergrad experience, depending on what you want to do, it may not be so important to focus on one subject or specific major, and it's more of a time of finding what you're interested in. Anyways, moving on. You mentioned a little bit about your job search with Enterprise, but can you speak on your job search as a whole coming out of W&J? So the
2: process for me as a senior in college. I interviewed at a lot of different places, applied to a lot of different places, and I think it's probably uh, something I'm really grateful for in hindsight is the no's I got. So I interviewed with good companies and, you know, towards the end coming up on graduation, I heard a lot of, you know, no, you're just not the right fit. Um, I actually got offered a sales position with another company but they weren't the right fit for me. So I got to say no in return, like, hey, thank you for the offer, but, you know, I'm gonna pursue something else, look for something else. So I actually graduated without having a job in hand, which can be really scary, you know, (laughs) like, hey, where do I go from here? Um, I'm from Columbus, Ohio, and I did not wanna move back in with my family. That was a personal goal I had. So the day I graduated, I actually moved in with a friend of mine who was local. So I didn't wanna look for work in Ohio. I wanted to stay in Pittsburgh. Um, at the time I was still in the interview process with enterprise and, um, Raheem, I know, you know, a little bit about my interview process with enterprise and how unusual it was, but, um, I did kind of the process with enterprise. I interviewed in person with at career services, um, did really well in the in-person interview and then interviewed at a re, at a run a car branch with the manager and the area sales manager there did well in that interview. And then my last interview was with a, a uh, group rental manager. So somebody who oversees all of the Pittsburgh region. And um, long story short, I was telling you this a little bit before the interview, but I had actually gotten lost on my way to the interview. So I was driving an hour, an hour from Ohio to my interview in Pittsburgh, got lost. Thank God my interview was pushed back an hour, but I was still, you know, cutting it really close on time. Got to where I was interviewing, and I had not planned on getting lost. So I had driven to the interview in basketball shorts, a t shirt, and uh, walked into the building. Thank God the back of the building in basketball shorts, a t shirt, high heels, <laughs> and my suit and hand changed in my interview. Um, And I guess the, you know, something you can take away from this is life's going to happen. Stuff's going to happen. You know, like you're going to get lost. Maybe you're not going to say the perfect thing. Maybe you'll have food in your teeth, right? But in hindsight, in that moment, what I was able to do that I think ultimately landed me my job with enterprise is walked into the interview with this general manager, apologized for being late, you know, but then just shook it off. And went through the interview. And as I'm going through the interview, it feels pretty generic. And I know the moment I got the job in this interview was he asked me, he said, Casey, why, like, what is it about you that makes you a good fit for enterprise? And I, one of the things I said is, I'm intrinsically motivated. And I didn't know this at the time. But this gentleman is a wordy, so he's like really big into like words and vocabulary. So when I said, "Hey, I'm intrinsically motivated," he like kind of paused. He's like, "Ah, intrinsic, intrinsic," and like that's where I connected with him. And he's like, "Hey, we really value people that are intrinsically motivated that you know don't need external motivation to get to where they need to go." And from there, that's really what allowed me to connect with this gentleman. And at the end of, end of the interview, he said, hey, be safe wherever you're going. I got a call the next day where I was offered my position. Um, so I guess big takeaway, right? Big picture, stay true to, to yourself, right? Life is gonna happen. It's not gonna be perfect. And it's okay if it's not perfect. And if you're being authentic and true to yourself and you're focused on connecting with people, I think that's half the battle to getting you through the door. Because these people interview, they see so many people, right? They want, if you can connect with that person, that's gonna put you so far ahead of, of the other you know, faces and pages they're gonna see in that given day.
1: You mentioned receiving an offer during your job search and rejecting it, then later accepting one from enterprise. Can you tell me what were you looking for in a job after college and how did that dictate your decisions?
2: So um I was looking for one jobs that would support me financially so I worked with career services and I highly recommend this to everybody out there you know I I said hey this is the these are my skill sets this is what I'm interested in and they kind of helped me determine hey if that's if that's the case this is kind of your salary range like this is like hey where you should be looking as a starting off point. So I was looking for something that I could support myself financially immediately after school because I wasn't moving back home. Um, I knew that with Spanish, I was interested in companies that had a global presence. So when I started with enterprise, something that really attracted me to them, they're an international company. So with me knowing Spanish, I saw opportunity for me to start in Pittsburgh, but eventually work my way abroad. So like when I started off in enterprise, my dream, my enterprise dream was to go and work in Ireland at their international airport and work like, and use my Spanish with like people who were coming in, like work with like an international clientele. So something that could support me financially, a company that had a global presence, a company that had, um, uh, opportunity to advance. So something beyond my um entry-level position. I was interested in a company that was invested in their employees, so a company that wanted to train me and help me, who that wanted to invest in me, whether it be with, like, additional education opportunities or, um, opportunities to participate in, like, outside forums. That's what I was looking for.
1: Mr. Ortega, can you explain how you discern between a place that's really invested in you and offers a lot of opportunity between, you know, maybe somewhere that's just a startup place at of college and not somewhere you wanna see yourself long-term.
2: Well, let me tell you about the company I did not accept my first position with. Um, so like when you're, when you're interviewing, piece of advice I'd give to everybody out there is you're also interviewing that company. It's a two-way street. So while they're evaluating you as an employee, you should also be evaluating this person's going to be my boss. I'm going to have to come here for 40 plus hours a week. Like you should be taking that into consideration. Like how do people treat you when you walk in the door? And, uh, the company that I ultimately, you know, did not accept my offer for, they, um, the vibe I got was that it was very churn and burn and they were pretty upfront with that too. Like they, I don't think they hit it, you know, but like, it's, you know, it was a, it was a place where people go and turnover was like, not uncommon, like turnover was a thing, like people did not stay there long. And I just knew that's not what I wanted. And with enterprise, um, what I saw was, you know, people stayed there, like people did stay there. And once I accepted my position, something that reaffirmed that I had made the right choice is the manager, one of the managers who had interviewed me knew I was interested in working at the airport and knew I was interested in working internationally. So every week he would, or not every week, but he would send out like uh, notifications about job postings in Spain. So he'd be like, hey team, he would send it out to our whole team. Hey team, branch manager position open in Spain, FYI. And he did that like whenever, That came up like that shows me that he was listening like he knew who his employees were and that I didn't get that vibe from that company that I had ultimately decided not to work for.
1: I'd like to talk a little bit about your internships. I know you completed a couple during your time at W and J. Can you tell me what you got out of them and the effect they had on you and your potential career.
2: I had an internship as a graphic designer at an insurance company. Um. I had an internship as a a social media, I forget the exact title, but I did social media networking for a nonprofit. I worked at career services as a student worker and as an intern there, or um, intern might not be the right word, but I worked at career services in a couple couple different facilities uh, on the mentoring program (laughs) or alumni network. Jamie's going to kick my butt. She's going to be like, Casey, that should just be flying off the tip of your tongue. But um, the benefit of all those internships is I got to test drive my future career without the commitment of um, saying yes to somebody for the next year of my life. So, you know, I was really interested in graphic design. So I got a graphic design internship I, and found out that was not what I wanted to do. <laughs> you know, I didn't want to go to work. And be in front of a computer for eight plus hours. It was fun, but you know, not what I wanted to do. And then with um, my internship at the nonprofit where I did social networking, that that was cool because I got experience with cold call with cold calling. I got experience working with um, people in that higher that higher level. So like reaching out to people more senior than me, you know, like directors and um and others to like book meetings and then with career services again i got that experience of reaching out to people who um, again were ahead of me maybe in their career or age whatever hey so and so i'm working with career services i'd love to have your contact information and see if i can help connect you to a current student here so just biggest takeaway it lets you test drive the things you're interested in Figure out if you like them. If you can get a paid internship, even better. (laughs) Might as well make some money figuring out what you like in life.
1: Yeah, paid internships are nice. But Ms. Ortega, um, for the final question, if you could go back and give yourself a piece of advice as a senior getting ready to graduate, what would it be?
2: Um, It's going to be okay. (laughs) You're not locked into anything. And uh, uh, something along the lines of like, you you know, you write, you know, you determine your success, you write your pet, you know, you write your story, you determine your path. Uh, So, you know, for everybody out there who's looking for a job like it's, you know, it's okay. This is not, you know, you're not married to whatever you start off in. you can change it at any time you can reroute at any time. So don't feel like, hey, if I don't graduate with a job today, it's the end of the world or I have to take the first job that's offered to me or I have to stay in a career that I don't enjoy but I'm good at. No, you're not locked
1: into it. So Thank you, Ms. Ortega, that was great. Now I'd like to transition to my interview with Ms Natalie Miller, somebody who works for the someone who works for the talent acquisition side of enterprise, who may be able to expand on some of the topics Ms Ortega covered. Ms. Miller, if you wouldn't mind introducing yourself.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Natalie Miller. I'm the Group Talent Acquisition Manager for Enterprise Holdings here in Western Pennsylvania. Um, I'm actually brand new here to the Western Pennsylvania market. I just relocated to Pittsburgh um, with Enterprise in January of 2021, but I'm not new to Enterprise. Um, So I started my Enterprise career in August of 2014, right after I graduated from the University of Mississippi with a marketing degree. Um, I started on our management trainee position, which is where we have all of our employees start in the sales customer service space, working in our locations. Um, I can get into and here just a little bit how I found enterprise, but since the, my first day with the company, um, I have come into this operation and what really hooked me was the teamwork environment and the ability to continue to grow in your career with us. So I'm six and a half years in now and seven promotions. Um, I followed our standard promotional path from management trainee up to branch manager. And so branch manager with our company is kind of like the fourth step in. So you go management trainee, management assistant, assistant store manager, and then branch manager. From running your own location then and supporting your own team, that's how you get to interview and promote into all of the other business lines that it takes to run our operation. So that could be HR, that could be outside sales, it could be risk management or finance. Literally, you think of it, we've got it under our umbrella here because we promote 100% from within. So I had the opportunity at that point to interview to come on to the HR team, still there in the Memphis, Tennessee market. And I joined the HR team as an HR generalist initially. Um, From joining the team as an HR generalist, I then had a knack for talking to folks and recruiting, and I came into the talent acquisition space. So my first three years with the company, I spent in our locations. And then my second three and a half years now with the company, I've come into talent acquisition. So my leadership in talent acquisition in Tennessee allowed me the opportunity in January of 2021 to interview, to level up in my career again and join the Pittsburgh market as the group talent acquisition manager. So now I support all hiring and staffing needs for our about 30 locations spread across Western Pennsylvania. Um, I've been here in Pittsburgh about two months and love getting to know the city and our enterprise employees.
1: As a a member of the talent acquisition team, can you tell me a little bit about some of the top things you look for in applicants when you're screening them or, you know, looking for potential hires?
0: So really, when we are talking to candidates to come into this management trainee position, um, we are unique in the fact that we hire externally, really just for this management trainee position. I mean, outside of auto detailers, that is. So when you come into our company, everybody starts in this one management trainee role. It's high focus sales, customer service with a direct pipeline into leadership. Um, And so in order to be in leadership with us, it takes an aspect of a lot of different degrees that you're majoring in here today. It takes marketing, finance, management, HR functions, all of that together to really be successful in this role. So candidates who come into our position come from a wide variety of different majors and backgrounds. We do require a completed bachelor's degree in order to join us full-time, but that's because we wanna see that you've gone out and you can get something accomplished. You had a goal you worked towards it, and you made it happen. And then you're coming into our space where you're working with other business professionals who again have similar goals and objectives to you to continue to develop forward in a career. So we are looking for candidates who, again, come from a wide variety of different degrees and backgrounds, because we think that it takes all different backgrounds to come into this organization and really make it successful. Um, So when we are looking for candidates, we're actually looking for a set of competencies, um, because we know that you could not have majored in rental car. That's not a thing. You majored in something else. So we need you to come to the table with experience in leadership, experience, but maybe in customer service, experience in problem solving, or maybe even some sales or persuasive experience. But then from that point, we know that we're going to train you. So we're looking for people who want to come in and develop forward in that management, sales, customer service space. And like I said, that can come from any background because from that point, we're going to then train you our, on our industry to help you be successful in our market.
1: So as you've interviewed people and kind of look for these career competencies, what have you noticed that, you know, people do really well at interviews and people who you want to hire, how do they show those competencies? How do they, you know, show you they have those competencies, in a 45 minute interview, you know, just with the resume and talking?
0: Yeah, so you might have studied with your career center or in your classes so far, something called behavioral-based interviewing. And so behavioral-based interviewing is what um, we try to focus on here at Enterprise because it ties back to your past experiences. And those experiences could be in anything. So you know you're in a behavioral-based interview when you start to get asked questions like, tell me about a time when, or give me an example of a time that you, duh, duh, duh. And so we're going to try to pull back on the past experiences that you've had, because again, those experiences could come from a wide variety of different titles that you've held, jobs you've held, clubs you were a part of previously. We're looking for to see how you relate those together and can apply them going forward. So wanting to talk about your past involvement, work, leadership, clubs. You know, it doesn't have to be something that's you get necessarily got paid for, but what were you involved in and how does that tie back to what we're doing today to then apply going forward?
1: So as a recruiter, um, you know, a lot of times I hear people saying, when you're in an interview, you're also interviewing the interviewer, you know? So what do you think that applicants should look for when they come in for an interview? What do you think they should be looking for in a company straight out of college?
0: Yes, so I, again, like you said, We are interviewing the candidate, but the candidate is also interviewing that company. And so it is hard out there in today's market to say that I wanna be an account executive, right? Because an account executive could be something different with the five different companies that you've set up to talk to. And so you want to, at the root of it, the advice I always give is you wanna identify the characteristics of what you want in a career. So kind of tying back to how I found enterprise. Like I said, I wanted to work with a team, I wanted to work somewhere I could grow. And I knew I wanted to do something different every day. I didn't want to do something that was the same reporting day after day. So by identifying those things, then you can start to figure out what the company is looking for as well. And so identifying those different attributes or characteristics is important for your career search, because then you can start to ID that in a company. Um, And again, that might be under a different title at every different place you click on. Um, and so by tying those things together, you can find yourself a commonality of, of the goals and the careers you're applying for. I always ask a candidate in my first interview, i say, what are the top three things that you're looking for out of a company that you, you want to work for and out of a job opportunity? Because then that helps us align what you're looking for, what we're looking for to make sure we're on the same page.
1: So uh, earlier you touched on um, in behavior interviews, you really go back to people's past, asking them to kind of relate those experiences, how they can help them moving forward. What advice would you give to someone who maybe doesn't have such a strong resume, doesn't have a lot of experiences, but is still really eager and wants to, you know, get a job and do well in it?
0: So I think for people who do have experiences and people who have maybe not as much experience, Someone who stands out in an interview to me is someone who has really done their research. Um, I always ask in an interview, what is your understanding of our position so far, just to make sure we're on the same page. And I really don't have a wrong answer to that question when I ask it. I want to know what you understand about the role you've applied for so far so that I can meet you in the middle. And again, make sure we've got the same common objectives here. So someone who's going to really impress me is somebody who has done their research and is excited about the position. And when I say done their research, you don't have to tell me what year the company was founded in. Um, But what I want you to tell me is that you went out, you looked at our, maybe our LinkedIn page, our company website, our Handshake profile, um, and got an understanding for what we do and kind of an understanding for where you take this career. I mean, you read the job description, at least when you applied for this. So you know something. I want to know the basis of what your understanding on this role is so far. So again, so we can match that and make sure we're on the same page. So I think that somebody who, whether you've got a lot of experience or you don't have a ton of experience, you can really set yourself up for success by really engaging with the company's platforms before the interview process to get a great understanding about the role and show a true excitement for it across the interview.
1: So now on the other side, speaking with people with experience, um, you know, college is a time where a lot of students use to just pursue passions, do things they want. And like you said, nobody goes to college to become a car rental salesman or major in anything like that.
0: Yeah, that wasn't an option.
1: <laughs> so how can students leverage experiences that maybe don't tie in with sales or anything specific to something, you know, they'd be doing at Enterprise?
0: Yeah. So I think it ties back into our promote from within philosophy and process here. So when, because everybody starts in this one management trainee position and we preach, um, promote from within, we expect you not to stay in this role. So we expect you when we hire you in as a management trainee to progress forward, to become an assistant store manager and a branch manager and above. Meaning that as you get promoted, we get to hire someone new. So now you go from being the trainee to helping coach and train the next person coming in. So I want you to tie back and we're looking for folks who can be that good leader as well. So maybe you don't have specific customer service or sales experience in a, in a setting before. But what do you have? What kind of maybe is it sports experience? Is it club experience? Was it mentoring in high school or college or another space that you were able to, Um, pass on and be a leader for other people. So I'm looking to talk about ways that you've helped coach or mentor somebody before, or ways that you have helped bring others up, because that's what we're going to expect you to do when you level up with our company. Um, You can't always pass the same, you know, if somebody helped you learn one thing, you can't always give something back to that person. But what you can do is turn around and help the next one, right? Um, And so that is what we expect of our people to do as they progress forward in their careers. Um, And so we're looking for those attributes as well. Somebody who's coachable, somebody who is a leader, somebody who has passed information back on to the next person to help them develop in a career as well.
1: You mentioned that enterprise that uh, it's a lot of hiring within and people kind of moving up the ladder. Everyone starts at the same, uh, you said management position.
0: Management training. Yep.
1: So what do you think differentiates people who kind of stay there for a little bit other than people who shoot up the ladder like yourself, you know, seven promotions, six years, how do people get there?
0: Yeah. Um, So it's all about hard work, right? Um, And so we, when you come into our company we set you up with goals, we want you to complete X, Y, Z and X, Y, Z. And then from that point though, what makes our business unique is the fact that if you don't make that happen in that window, you're not out of here. Um, we want to see you progress forward with this company. And so along the way, we're coaching and training you how to make those goals happen. So your managers, your assistant managers at the location, they were once in your shoes and they want to see you be successful as well. So we've got a training process, not only just in this management training First level role, but there's training along the way throughout your career to help get you help you get to the next level. So the fir- the person that's managing you is always it's part of their responsibility to turn around and help pull you up too. Um, part of what's going to get them promoted is having a successful team and one that's thriving in their in our company.
1: So a question that I sometimes get mixed answers on is how important is your first job out of college? Um, I know you said you went into enterprise out of college. You kind of really, you know, did well there, progressed there, but others, I've heard opinions that it's okay to, you know, pick a career switch, go back and forth kind of like that. What would you say as in, you know, finding the right fit? Is it important out of college or is it just an intro job that, you know, you get for experience?
0: So I think twofold there. Um, I think that, you know, coming out of school or coming into any career space, We've got high expectations for ourselves. We want to be the CEO. We want to be the head of the business. We want to own our own business. And we're going to get there. But we've got to remember that everybody has had to start somewhere, right? Um, And so that's why I think it's important to ask people, where did they start? Where did they start with the business? And identifying a commonality about where people started. Um, Because you got to start somewhere to get to the end goal. And so, again, I think it's important for you to find attributes in a company that align with what you're looking for long-term. And then from that point, we can't worry so much about what the title of the job that we're accepting or that first role is, right? Because it's not the end objective to stay in that position long-term. The end goal then is to continue to develop forward off of it. Um, You know, I think it's a very slim number of folks who are in that dream space, number one, right? Any job that you take, any time, it's going to have a learning curve to it, right? We're going to have objectives we've got to overcome. We're going to have goals we've got to meet. And especially transitioning from the college space to the career space. Things are hard. You know, it's a different transition. It's a different schedule. You've got different goals to be meeting, even if it is in the industry or it's in the line that you expected to be in. You're going to have objectives to overcome. Um, And so I think that it's really important to know going into your first career, whatever role it's in, is you got to be resilient. You know, the first time you try something, it might not work out. But what do you do from that point? Do you get dogged down? Or do you pick yourself back up again? You talk to other people in the company or other people in similar roles to yours to find out how they set themselves up for success. So I really think somebody who comes into their first career who sets themselves up for success is one who's going to be resilient um, and knows that we might fail first before we succeed.
1: Okay, that's kind of uh, all the questions I have planned out. But now is the chance to like, if you have any advice that you've been given or that's really helped you, you know. Do well and succeed in your career, if you could share that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's really important to identify mentors for yourself. And so that could be on campus, that could be in your career space when you get into it. But look out there into your network and who do you admire? Who do you say, I want to be like this person one day, or this person's perspective on this topic or this industry is something that I admire? I know thinking back on myself, there were definitely people in my network that. I admired. And I was a little bit shy at times to reach out to those people for advice or to find out how they got to where they are today. But if you put yourself in those shoes, how flattered would you be if somebody within your network reached out to you and said, what I, I think what you do is really cool. Can you tell me about how you got there? be so flattered and so i've had that opportunity now from both sides of it to reach out to people within the network for advice on how they got to where they are today as well as i've had the opportunity to turn around and give that to other people as well and so your day will come as well to turn around and pass it on to another person Um, but reach out to the people within your network so that could be school jobs clubs other roles within the you know community and find out how they got to where they are today. Because I think you'll be surprised to find out maybe where they started isn't where they're at today. And so how do they make those things happen in between?
1: Ms. Miller, thank you for your time. This has been great.